0: Hello, everybody. It's your boy, Kai. Welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast, where today I'm sitting with Chelsea Macaron, who is a licensed mental health counselor at Healthy Minds and More Counseling Services. So excited because today we're going to be talking about how uh, COVID has been affecting people's mental health. It's not just a physical thing. It's been a a thing that has has, uh, affected many people's uh, mental health. We're going to talk about the details about that. But let me introduce you to the person that you either see on your screen or you're listening to uh, on 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 uh, my podcast right now, uh, you are watching somebody who uh, became a licensed mental health counselor in 2016 and has worked with individuals who have uh, had a variety of areas for improvement and growth, including but not limited to depression, anxiety, marital relationship concerns, parenting problems, low self-esteem, code dependency, and so much more. Checking all those boxes there, you just you just do it all. You just do it all. <laughs> Uh, she has an eclectic therapy style where she utilizes interventions, techniques, and theories to best suit you in a way that speaks your language. She tends to gravitate towards person-centered and solution-focused modalities. Huh. What is that word? Modalities? Modality. Did I learn a new word today? <laughs> I think I learned a new word today. That was not on the vocab test in the eighth grade. It wasn't, that wasn't on there. So, (laughs) uh, she believes in holistic wellness and health and has a warm approach to clients. She tends to view the therapeutic relationship as her helping you guide and navigate your journey. Please friends. Welcome Chelsea Macaron. Hi, how are you?
1: Thank you so much for having me guys.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to to sit and chat with me. Uh, I'm super excited because when, when you had, uh, Uh, said that you wanted to do this topic I'm like this is not a normal topic that people usually pitch to me when yeah it it doesn't happen like usually like because a lot of my content surrounds like like obviously like anxiety depression um, you know like all that kind of stuff right my ADHD uh, introversion but like never uh, has anybody pitched this specific thing about uh, how COVID something that has been so prevalent in our lives the last three years when the world caught on fire and it's been so prevalent in everybody's life like around the world and nobody I don't I feel like nobody really talks about like the mental effect that that COVID has had whether you've had it or not right yeah. just the effect that it's had on on the world so we're going to be talking about that today but before we get into that how are you how's your day how's your life how what's going on? Tell me all about you.
1: Good. <laughs> everything's really good. Um <laughs> I can't complain. I've got a little one. Um, mm. she's with dad right now. So yeah. hopefully you won't hear them oh.
0: that's <laughs> fine. Um fine. but yeah,
1: I mean, everything's really good. My grandma was just visiting.
0: Like, yeah. Oh, nice nice that's amazing so like so, so what's your what's your what's your story so like so obviously you you have you 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 have this practice you you know you get to work with people every single day uh to help them in, in a variety of ways what got you started with this how did you even like even begin this journey
1: short version or the long version
0: <laughs> uh I see all of the above
1: okay so i was working with kids as a kid myself i was working summer camps as a teenager mm-hmm. and we had little littles and a little little ran into the street mm-hmm. long story short we got him to safety and i was like what what happened why were you running into the street like what was going on where everyone's yelling at him like you shouldn't do that he's like i wanted to kill myself he oh, was my- like six or seven Oh and that gosh. was when I knew I wanted to help people. At yeah. what capacity, I had no idea. I was 16 years old. I didn't know how I was going to make a difference. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, but I just knew I had to. And so from then on, you know, you finish school, you go to college, go to grad school, la, la, la. And through a lot of series of events. Um, <laughs> I make it sound like, so
0: easy. Like, it was just like, oh, you know, go to, go to school, go to grad school, you know, go get easy. something to eat real quick.
1: <laughs> It was not easy. I managed to get a four-year degree in six. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't know why but the math wasn't mathing real, like in the moment and I was like congratulations that's great good for you <laughs>
1: yeah so my undergrad was not an easy journey graduate sure. school is a little bit easier I think I had mm-hmm. a little maturity I felt um and so yeah so I mean yeah it was not an easy easy journey at all but um right. my first My first job out of grad school, I was actually like living out of my car.
0: Oh, wow. Living out of your car. Yeah. So
1: I was like couch surfing and like staying with family and friends. And I had pets at the time and like pets Mm -hmm. were dispersed. And yeah, so Mm -hmm. it was not an easy journey.
0: (laughs) But it's it's amazing how that kind of uh, journey makes you who you are today, right? Like in the moment, you don't really think about how it's like building up this like strength that you can like use in the future because like in the moment you're like i just i'm looking for a place to stay i'm looking for things to eat i'm looking to survive um yeah. you're not really like thinking like I, I guess that like that way for the future but then you look back at it now and like I, I guess i'll ask you when you look back at those moments now what do you what are you thankful are you mad are you happy like what thought comes through your head
1: oh i'm not mad um <laughs> Say happy, but definitely uh grateful um, yeah. because through adversity, I don't know the saying, but I'm sure something comes through it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it made me stronger, made me more resilient, mm. made me recognize hard work. I mean, I was working, but I was making yeah. less than a quarter of what my degree
0: cost. Right. Sure. Um, sure.
1: You know, but you just figure it out and you make it work. And it's kind yeah. of given me like a no excuses lifestyle. Mm while also finding grace in the process.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so so yeah, how so did you, how did you end up getting to to the healthy minds and more counseling? How did, how did, so you, you were, how did you get from living out of your car to having a, a successful counseling service that helps people, you know, uh, uh, you know, in, in your, in, in and around your life? How did you get to that? That's also
1: like a 10-year journey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would imagine, so. No. No, that's, uh, I mean, it didn't happen overnight, is what you're saying? No, no it
1: didn't. Oh, like, man. Although it felt like it after a while, because it yeah. was like, you know how bamboo, you like plant the seed, and yeah. it takes mm-hmm. five years under the soil, yeah. you know, growing, and then it's like 90 feet in like 90 <laughs> yeah. days or something outrageous, whatever. Um, it, it was kind of like that. Like, it was just like a lot of like little seed planting, and then just like mm-hmm. the last six to eight months, it was just like,
0: pew! Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, so I was working in agencies and I started a private practice, but this was before like telehealth was like a really big thing and I was having a hard time getting credentialed and la la la, whole oh. thing. And um, and so you know, I just stayed cozy working at agencies, working at private drug treatment centers and doing that. Um and then COVID hit.
0: Wow. <laughs> and and everything, and of course when COVID hit, everything was a okay
1: well the world kind of shut down but that changed mental health like the profession um, and I think a really good way because we all had to go like virtual yeah and I was working at an agency at the time and we had a lot of low socioeconomic status SES Mm -hmm. for short um clientele and they didn't have cars and they couldn't get to therapy and they couldn't do this and blah blah blah. and so here you have a phone you go to the Duncan and get on their wi-fi and now you can have therapy and um So you're saying it's it's
0: made it more accessible, is what you're saying, to for for people?
1: Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. especially our parents who had kids and couldn't get childcare, whatever. So it made it a lot more accessible. Um, Other things helped out with us as clinicians for telehealth. A lot more platforms opened up and came accessible for us as well. Um, And so during that time, towards like the, I don't want to say the end of COVID because it's still here, but I'm towards what?
0: (laughs) What? I thought we solved it. It's still happening.
1: It's still oh, happening. Man.
0: I thought they had a pill. Like you just pop a little, pop a little. Yeah, apple well, up.
1: I mean, I guess me, well, yes, COVID's happening, but then there's yeah. also still the effects of COVID happening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wise. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so um, anyway, towards like the middle of, middle to end of 21, maybe, I just re- relaunched my business in like a different capacity, like kind of yeah. rebranded a little bit. And it just got so, Big that twenty two April twenty two I quit my agency job and did this full time and now I'm officially a group practice.
0: That's amazing. And
1: I just onboarded a new therapist and nice. looking to onboard
0: more. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So I'm curious because I I kind of view this the same way for me and I'm curious if you if you if you view the, if you view uh, the pandemic this way. I always consider the pandemic to be the best worst thing to happen for a lot of people right like for me like it changed my life if it weren't for the pandemic I like you and I probably would not be talking right now I 100% would not have the platform I have right now um, and and some of the people that I know some of the people that are my closest friends today I don't know if they would be in my life even and so while obviously it's awful like all of the things that have gone down you know over the last couple of years in a weird way I'm like thankful because it's changed my life and I know it's changed your life and it's changed the lives of of so many people is that has is that how you view it too there's anyone? that
1: through adversity right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. kind of theme um yeah I mean I view that for some people that way I mean there's a lot of people who lost a lot of yes. loved ones yes um but again, through grief and loss, I think there's lessons there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Another topic for another time. But (laughs) um, yeah, I think that that the system or few systems have changed for the better. Mm -hmm. And then maybe a few systems that maybe haven't changed for the better things have been illuminated that need to change. And so maybe the change hasn't happened, but the need has been now presented. And so the change can happen. Right, right. So I think that I think a lot of good things did come out of the pandemic.
0: Right, right. So, so let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about this a little bit more because, good lord, <laughs> the pandemic uh, and its effects on on mental health around the world. So, I guess I'll start with like an overarching question here, which is, uh, in in your experience with the, with the things that you've experienced, the people that you've talked to, you know, over the last couple of years, how has COVID played a role in a person's long-term mental health? Huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this is like a, mm, it's a very layered question um, mm-hmm. because I find that different uh, generations and different populations, it affects differently. Okay. Um, and so I wanna say the theme that I've seen is isolation. Mm. And we as a species, are social creatures and mm-hmm. we were isolated for depending on what part of the country or world you were in for years um and so that plays a heavy role on uh, depression anxiety um I, i've even seen a little bit of that adhd kind of stuff that you touched on earlier kind mm-hmm. of creeping up too yeah. um, and i'm not sure exactly why like what about COVID created that,
0: mm-hmm. um, but
1: the isolation component, I think has aged the elderly population tremendously. Mm. Like we talk about the COVID calendar, I'm in South Florida, there's a huge elderly population here. Yeah. Um, and we talk about this COVID calendar and it just really rapidly um, aged the, the population mm-hmm. because let's just say, oh, I, I go to Canasta on this day and I do this on this day, whatever. And they, they had a socialization mm-hmm. in their routine and now that's done. Right. And they're now isolating or bubbling or whatever and they're not getting that brain stimulation, that mental stimulation. and so um, long term, <laughs> I mean they're yeah. already elderly so there's really no long term and sad mm-hmm. to say um, effects there. Um, but I think as a society, you know if you had a period of isolation, it's definitely going to affect because trauma is generational. You think of any um, population that went through war. Mm-hmm. You know, generations down, it's still affecting them. Um, so it's still kind of to be seen long-term right. effects.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that you brought up the isolation part because that that was something that I wanted to uh just kind of talk about in general, because obviously uh in 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 March 2020, it was pretty much when everything started to really like shut down, right? And it was encouraged. And like we we didn't have the understanding of COVID then as we did now because like at the time like people were like we were like washing down our groceries i was just <laughs> like,
1: thinking that <laughs>
0: like like we had no idea really how it was passed along but i mean we had so many different theories about how it all you know got passed and things like that um, and it was encouraged to legitimately stay away from people like don't be around people at all mm-hmm. right um, and if you are going to be around them, like obviously the the six foot distance. And I mean, I actually, even at the time, even in uh, early, early 2020, like that, this, even the six foot thing wasn't a thing. That wasn't a
1: thing yet. It was yeah. like behind glass, like come mm-hmm. to the house, stay yeah. outside and we'll wave. Right. <laughs> like,
0: stay in your, like don't even get out of your car, like wave with the window cracked and be like, Hey, I'm here. Nice to see you. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And so, you know, the, the world was was very different back then, but we were encouraged to isolate for our safety right and Mm -hmm. because of that isolation became a normal practice distance became a normal practice so I'm glad that you brought up isolation because I was curious with the people that you talk to and and work with every day how much has that isolation affected them in now I guess now in like 2023 like we're three years into this
1: yeah, I'm seeing a lot of my young adults who were mm-hmm. in middle school or high school around the yeah. the shutdown time. The depression is insane in mm-hmm. that population. Yeah. Um,
0: they lost they lost years of school. Like they, they, they lost school. years
1: of their developmental yes. milestone. Like mm-hmm. adolescence has huge developmental milestones. I mean, you're building independence. You're learning who you are. You're you sex drugs, and rock and roll. Like yeah. you're mm-hmm. exploring and experimenting, and it, and you're coming out of this still a virgin at 19 20 years old because you didn't have contact with them you know or you did and like you were afraid for the rest of your life because you thought i got COVID, whatever but like you know it it's it it really um stunted a lot of the development in that population as well and so long-term effects we'll see (laughs) what happens there but yeah i mean a lot of them have a lot of depression um, low, low so, uh, self-esteem issues because the only interaction they had with people was on the internet, yes. was through Instagram and social media. And we put our best foot forward. That's yeah. our highlight reel. Nobody sees you living out of your car on social media. Right.
0: Right. Um,
1: right. And so, yeah, so A lot of that comparison stuff. Um,
0: I feel, I I think you've been reading my notes because my like legit, my next question, legitimately right under the question I had asked about distance was about, can you speak about young adults? I think are you looking at my screen right now
1: oh my gosh that's so funny and you know it's so funny because I was gonna take I was gonna make notes of like talking points and I was like Mm. I can't do that like I'm not gonna like be comfortable doing that I'm gonna be like I make notes all the time
0: and I never stick with them because like usually like a lot of the times my questions are spurned off of your answers to, to questions right so like it's like I'll sometimes I'll like I'll have a ton of questions and like ideas and topics and I'll get to like maybe a third of them and I'm like oh okay well or your
1: guest gets to them first you know no, like or
0: your or my guest is like looking at my screen reading all my notes and all that jazz. No, no, but no seriously connected. What can I say? yeah right <laughs> but no I'm glad I'm glad that you brought up the you know the 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 young adults because uh and and you can correct me if I'm wrong here but you know, over the last couple of years with our young men and women, the suicide rate has spiked significantly.
1: Okay. So you read my, my, my brain that time.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. We're just on the same page today. I love it. <laughs> no, please. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. No, that is exactly what I was going to say. I was like, I don't have the statistics, but the yeah. suicide rate must have skyrocketed. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's and it's scary. It's scary because, you know, it's they just lost so much. And I don't know if people fully understand how affected our young men and women are by this yet. You know, I think that we haven't looked as deeply into the psyche of, you know, Gen Z and Gen Alpha as much as we should. Because it is scary, and I've also found that um I partner up with an organization called Link, which is a organization that partners up um uh Gen Z uh, meant like trained Gen Z mentors with like younger Gen Z uh, and Gen Alpha. Um, and the reason that they created this was because they found that a lot of Gen Z and uh, Gen Alpha, they don't want really want to go to therapy because they feel as though their therapist doesn't understand what it's like to be their age because i saw the average age of a therapist in the united states is 42 years old 42 and so a lot of these young people understandably so are like just be like they're just like what why you don't know what it's like you know even if even if they if the therapist obviously has like the the training and the insight you know they just feel like i don't know if this person can understand me yeah
1: and i think that. that that's and I don't know if this is like the therapist's responsibility or if it's just like not having like that right education or reach, but like, that's our job is to understand.
0: Yes. And Mm -hmm.
1: so just because we haven't been there personally Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we don't have the capacity to hold space and like non-judgmentally unbiased hear what you have to say. Right. Um, you know, without like obviously breaking HIPAA or whatever, but like I used to have this one teen and, um, she eventually came out and started sharing a little bit more about like her substance misuse and and stuff like that. And she was like, you're not going to tell me not to do it. I was like, you are 17 years old, like Mm -hmm. sex, drug and rock and roll. Like that's Mm -hmm. developmentally normal, but here are my concerns. Like here's the safety stuff, but like, was she was so shocked that she had a therapist that wasn't telling her like not to do it (laughs) she's like you're supposed i'm like you're an adult you're supposed to tell me not to do it i'm like no i'm your therapist like Mm. i am here to help you process like why are you doing it where is it coming from what void is it filling how is it helping you how's it harming you you know that's what i'm here for and so you know for that younger generation like we need to get the word out that that's what our jobs are. And whether we're 42, 22, 32, however old your therapist is, they should be a blank canvas for you. Um, So that's just kind of my take on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, we were kind of alluding to this before about, you know, the amount of loss that has taken place since, you know, COVID began. And I mean, people losing family and friends and loved ones and, co-workers and you know colleagues all types of people you know uh, we've lost you know millions of people over the last you know couple of years which is not not an easy thing to navigate on its own let alone when it's happening so often to the point that I feel like as a society we've, we've gotten kind of numb to it in a weird in a weird awkward scary way you know and I'm curious like for the people from the people that you've talked with how do you feel people are are faring with the loss side uh you know involving covid
1: right so that long list of specialties grief and loss isn't really one of them <laughs> um it's kind of not um a big population that i serve so i really don't see too much of of that specifically mm-hmm. um so i really can't answer <laughs> mm-hmm. that's fair no i think um, that's but i think that it's part of that isolation it's compounding mm-hmm. that isolation component yeah. right like you have been isolated from work or school and from your friends and now you've actually lost someone that you loved to to, to death to this yeah. disease mm-hmm. and um to this pandemic and um you know so that compounds now you're feeling alone especially if it was like a parent or a spouse right. or gosh forbid a child
0: yes you yeah. know yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious. What about the people that uh, were diagnosed with, you know, uh, uh, you know, are dealing with mental health struggles before the pandemic, and now heading into the pandemic, and you know, as we you know continue to navigate, um, what are you finding with those people? Like, has have have things gotten, I guess, worse? Have things gotten better? Has it stayed the same? How? How How is my NeuroSpicy family doing that was NeuroSpicy before the pandemic? How are they holding up?
1: So my introverts are loving it. <laughs> 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 so I'm an introvert as well. Yeah. And oh my God, working from home was my yeah. jam. I was like, mm, it was the best. So my yeah. introverts really liked being isolated, um, myself included. Um, mm. It did get lonely, you know, but they would mm. have their own coping way of like still being social like just because you're introverted doesn't mean you're antisocial I don't I'm sure your your followers know that but the way I like to describe it is extroverts they get their battery charged by Mm -hmm. being around people Mm -hmm. and so when they're kind of isolated they charge up by going and doing something social and they like people and introverts like people, but the way they get their battery charged is being alone. Mm-hmm. And so when they're out socializing, they need alone time to charge their yes. battery. So it's not like, oh, I'm antisocial and hate people. But um, <laughs> right. so, yeah, so they got a lot of like charged batteries. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and so I think that like they're full, they're really just functioning on full batteries and they're, you know, it really spoke their, their language.
0: Right, right. Um, uh, that's, a, it's fun. I'm glad that you said that because I, I want people to listen closely to what was just said because i think one of the most common misconceptions about introversion is that people just assume that introverts are shy right and that's not necessarily true i am not shy right i don't necessarily want a small talk (laughs) i don't you know and and my battery to your point drains a lot faster when i'm around people but like if my battery is full and i know a situation i'm walking into and I'm mentally prepared for it. I'm, I'm definitely not shy at all. Like I'll, I'll, I'll approach people. I'll have conversations with people. I'm, I'm able to hold my own in that regard. Um, but I think sometimes people, not that intro, not that shyness cannot be like one of the, you know, symptoms or whatever of introversion, but like, it, it is not necessarily the indicator (laughs) that you're, that you're an introvert because there's shy extroverts, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, it's very yeah, great your battery charges yeah exactly exactly um so with all of that being said we you know people have been separated for, for from people for a long time reconnecting with people is tough right what would you say to somebody that has gone maybe the last couple of years distancing of uh, themselves or isolating themselves for health, for health reasons right and they're trying to like rework their way back into socializing more and all that, but they're just nervous. If they were listening right now, what would you say to them?
1: Oh, um, well, so as a therapist, <laughs> I would ask more questions, Yeah, <laughs> that's what we do. Um, so it's kind of hard to just like give like a blanket statement, but mm-hmm. what I find works a lot with my clients is when they feel prepared or they feel mm-hmm. equipped they feel more confident and that nervousness kind of dwindles right um also too like when you feel anxious or nervous about something and you avoid it the bigger the anxiety gets Mm -hmm. so I always encourage like kind of walk through the discomfort right um but yeah so like I so you've seen me like taking sips of water like that's one of my tricks that whenever, like, I'm in the middle of something social, and I start to, like, get a little nervous, like, I'll take a sip of water, because it gives me a break, it gives me a beat Mm -hmm. to, like, recenter and get grounded again, Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, like, one of my little tips um, for that, and so, yeah, so, like, entering social situations, like, learning those little tricks for yourself mm-hmm. um to help you feel equipped to help you feel a little more confident and then it just takes five seconds of courage you know like just kind of like walking through the discomfort it'll be there <laughs> you're gonna feel yeah. it but the more and more you do it I guess that's kind of like that desensitization technique yeah. that doesn't always work but um usually does
0: <laughs> it's know? funny it's it's funny that you brought that up because I actually I, I, I was actually gonna make a video about this um uh tonight actually um but I saw a Art, an article online that was talking about um, like when people say, um, uh, you know, in between like a, them speaking and how we as a society should like n- stop frowning upon that because saying things like, um, or, you know, Paul, like those kind of like idioms there, um I'm doing it now, <laughs> but like- we're like, talking about then, it, it's- Yeah, right, to now, and now, now I'm gonna hear it like over and over and over again, but it kind of indicates the next step in whatever is being told like it's it's okay to formulate your thoughts before it's being said you know like it's it's like obviously if you're just like doing i guess a public speaking engagement and you're in front of like millions of people and like sure whatever but like if we're in the middle of like a basic conversation and i just happen to bust out an um you know I don't want to have to think like oh why did I say that like that's just extra anxiousness on my end um but it can actually be a a good indicator communication wise uh, a shift in conversation it can be it can be an indicator of a uh, of a different thought or when you're throwing out different ideas and things like that it's actually a really good indicator uh this article was saying so I was was actually gonna make a video about that um because I thought that was really really interesting I never thought of that before
1: it reminds me of Alice in Wonderland, the Um from Umbridge.
0: <laughs> Whenever I hear Umbridge, I think of Harry Potter.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. she was, she, what's your name? Um, your name is Um from Umbridge.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah, I mean, like five people, they're like, I get that reference. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're like five <laughs> and we're two of them.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it kind of reminds me, like, I don't know, back in the day, I feel like it was like some MTV show or whatever, where they'd have like the ticker of how many times the person says
0: the whatever
1: word, whether it be, um, or like, or whatever. And it's just like, boom, 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 (laughs) boom, 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 boom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but I think you're right. Like, you know, just that shifting from one thought to Mm -hmm. the other or gathering an idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. I know. I had never thought of that before. Um, I want to talk about what you think of, you know, how much do you, you think, uh, I guess, media coverage of COVID has played a role in a, a person's, like, mental health and, and and you know, kind of navigating those waters. Obviously, me- media coverage has played no role at all, at all. It's no, just, it's and kind of I'm bad.
1: also not a good poker face therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <not even doctor.
0: laughs>
1: like everybody tell me, really <laughs> <laughs> tell me how you really feel no I am not that therapist <laughs> so
0: um, what what are, what are what are your thoughts on you know how the media coverage has you know played a role in people's mental health surrounding COVID
1: surrounding everything um, world, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: so anytime I have a client that has anxiety I tell them to turn off the news
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if that answers
0: your question it does why are you saying that it's not all good news out there is that what you're suggesting i
1: follow thanks good news on instagram
0: (laughs) that's about it um
1: (laughs) so there's alarmists out there and 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 the thing is is that's what sells and the news is a business Mm
0: -hmm. it
1: just is i mean we don't have walter Conkrite anymore just reading it from a piece of paper with no you know tone and inflection Mm -hmm. and all that stuff and so it could be so and so stubbed their toe. Is their toe okay? Is their toe broken? Let's go and cut to Joe. Joe, how's his toe? Like, and it's just this like insane. And it's something like benign. And now all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, how's his toe? And you're like freaking out about this guy's toe. And it's just like, toe. <laughs> so they'll take like a little tiny thing and make it big so that they can sell. Um
0: now I need to know how the toe is. Now I'm now I'm emotionally. Mor- Tune a- in next week for The Toe. Five that, this is, oh, man, I have to wait till episode two to find <laughs> out about Joe's toe. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. So, I mean,
1: imagine that's what they do for something small. So yeah, yeah. what about something big? And, yeah. you know, not to get political, but therapy is political. There was a big political outburst during COVID and mm. they turned the pandemic a health crisis political I don't care what side you stand on it was political it was correct and um and then we had all that other stuff going on <laughs> and the other stuff and the other stuff and it was just like news and now we're sitting at home we're isolated we're told not to go anywhere and we're watching the news about the pandemic we're watching the news about this we're watching the news about that absorbing all the oh my god it's joe oh my god like we're, and, how was his toe <laughs> and we're like swing we're sitting and so if we think that our input is not affecting what's going on inside of us Mm -hmm. we're we're kidding ourselves you know and so i always say protect your input Mm -hmm. guard your input you know like guard yourself yeah
0: yeah. you know
1: what comes in goes out right just like you are what you eat if you're eating like garbage you're going to feel like garbage if you're Mm -hmm. consuming garbage you're going to feel garbage
0: i had mcdonald's today so i feel attacked i'm sorry I feel attacked right now. Does your
1: tummy hurt?
0: No, but my toe my toe is stubbed.
1: (laughs) Hey, listen, you're the one who said McDonald's was garbage. I
0: I, listen, it's it's really good garbage in my opinion. (laughs) Don't judge me. No judgment. I'm not
1: judging at all. This is a safe space.
0: I love it. Um yeah, it's been it's really it's just amazing how I I give I was saying this to a friend the other day. I actually give the human race credit, right? Because like the last, just even just like the last three years, right? We we didn't like we panicked, but we didn't like movie panic, you know. Like if this was like if if the last three years were a Steven Spielberg like action sci-fi adventure, when the world is on fire and there's a deadly virus going around. Like, we're talking, like, zombies. We're talking, like, you know, people, like, just all kinds of chaos. Don't get me wrong, we did, we do see some of that, but, like, as, like, in general. (laughs) I'm like, were you at the stores? (laughs) Did you see what happened with toilet
1: paper and paper towels? Like,
0: it didn't last that long, though, right? Cause, like, now, if we, if you and I wanted to go get toilet paper, we could go get toilet paper, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah, as long as there's no
0: hurricane down here. Well, well, right, right. They right.
1: do the same thing with gas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if there's snow, if there's the snow up here, go. like if there's snow, if there's snow coming, then like, yeah, it all it all goes shit. But like like we we are we became as a society so numb to like the craziness that they literally reported that there there has been potential contact with aliens not of this planet and we were like whatever sure why not like, like if the if aliens came and invaded the earth right now would any of us be surprised no i don't think so <laughs> i wouldn't be, be, like, oh, okay. be like oh okay oh like oh
1: the simpsons knew it <laughs> they, <laughs> they exactly. called
0: it is simpsons episode like 12 years ago they predicted <laughs> the whole thing oh homer um that's so funny yeah i just i i kind of give us credit though because like we we we're doing okay We're not perfect. And we're kind of we're kinda all up here and dealing with it, but we're okay, right? I thank you for define
1: okay, right? Here's a therapist question. Define okay. Define
0: okay. As a therapist, you're not supposed to give me answers. I have to find the answers on my own, right?
1: So as as an existential therapist, absolutely, you have um, the answers with and Adlerian, Actually, yes. So, yes.
0: <laughs> I can Oh my gosh. Well, I guess with with that being said, though, like let's just uh, this this is actually the perfect um, uh, uh, final question because I uh, once again I think that you're reading my notes because this is the actual final question that I had uh, where uh, we're, I'm talking about like hope and like you know uh, uh, the feeling of some sort of hope and security uh, and brightness for the future. And if there's somebody that's watching or listening to this right now that just feels hopeless because of the pandemic for whatever reason it may be, they're just feeling down and and, and all of that and they're listening or watching right now, what would you say to them?
1: Mm. So through adversity, right? Like through those dark times, you can't always see the reason.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: can't always see um why it's happening or what the purpose, what the lesson is, because you're in the middle of it. You're in the storm, you know, you're in the tunnel, you're in the depths of it. It stinks. It's dark. It's wet. It's cold. It sucks. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Because at the end of that tunnel, there's that beautiful light. At the end of the tunnel, there's that, Oh, that's why moment. Yeah. And there's a stronger version of you. There's a better version of you at the end of that tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, And I can personally testify that because I've been in the tunnel a few times and came out, um, you know, a shinier me and pretty much everybody I know professionally and personally has been in tunnels and they come out the other end and it's just always a growth. It's always a bigger, better outcomes
0: unless you're in the lincoln tunnel coming from new york and you exit the tunnel you end up in new jersey so i don't know about the whole bright you know bright and happy thing but uh, i'm kidding kidding. i have to make a joke about new jersey i'm sorry new jersey i was born and raised in new jersey so i'm allowed to say that
1: yeah well i mean there's also like um shining silver lining to new jersey too it's like more affordable to live and
0: you can get a little bit of a
1: backyard and
0: Yes. you don't have to <laughs> hey, get out of the look way. Southern, look at <laughs> Southern Florida sticking up for the state of New Jersey. Who the thunk Oh,
1: well, I don't know. My mom's a New Yorker, so I don't know why I'm doing that either.
0: <laughs> I'm supposed This is you're you're pissing off somebody. I don't know who. Somebody's mad right now. <laughs>
1: because I stood up for New Jersey. And yes. listen, we just talked about hope and here I am giving <laughs> you the silver lining and the hopeful.
0: And- it's all my fault though. It's one of, that's 100% my fault cuz I just had to I had to shit on New Jersey for like 3 seconds and I feel like I grew up there so it's okay. I'm allowed to make fun of New Jersey. Dang it. But anyway, I listen, I appreciate you and and your time and your insight and your, and your knowledge and like honestly like you like you you're coming back on cuz we have a lot to talk about still. Okay, I would love that. Okay, i like I'm, I'm telling you.
1: That. I
0: would. Okay, no tasty backsies. It's re- this is recorded.
1: That's fine. So when I, I invite you fun. back on,
0: and you're like, nah, I'm gonna be like, but I don't wanna play the recording. I'm gonna be like, you said you would. No, no,
1: I'll come
0: back. Okay, South Florida. Okay. <laughs> uh but no, honestly, thank you so much for uh, for sitting down with me. Friends, if you enjoyed listening to uh to this wonderful person that you see and you hear on your screen, this is Chelsea Macaron. Hi more, <laughs> more counseling sir, I'm putting this I don't know actually. I, I don't know which way you would be in the you're this
1: way on my you, screen. She's
0: either up here, down here, or over there. Either way.
1: The Brady Bunch.
0: This person right here, <laughs> this is Chelsea Macaron, licensed mental health counselor healthy minds and, uh, and more counseling services. Uh, I'm going to include a link to her website in the description of this, uh, of this presentation here. That way you can, uh, you can go uh, hit her up. And I'm also going to have all of your uh, healthy minds, uh, social media, I sound like an old man, social media, (laughs) those thingies, I'm going to have the social media handles uh, there as well. Uh, And of course, if you like me, if you like me, you can follow me on all of your favorite social media platforms at The Vibe with Kai, or visit my official website at TheVibeWithKai.com, or you can visit me on Patreon, where you're gonna get even more exclusive mental health content that you won't see anywhere else, because that's that's how I roll. So go do that. So with that, you so gotta keep friends, listening yeah. and
1: hear about Joe.
0: Yes, I'm gonna give a Joe stubbed toe update on my Patreon. You <laughs> gotta
1: come this, back.
0: This is some really serious stuff i need to know about joe's (laughs) tell (laughs) i love it everybody thank you so much for watching for listening much love good vibes thank you Chelsea, for hanging out with me uh this is your boy kai and i will talk to y'all later bye